Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go! So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Daria Vodopianova, international keynote speaker, best-selling author, and personal branding and LinkedIn strategist. She also loves helping people get booked uh, on big stages. So let's start with, um, thank you for joining us and making the time, Daria. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. Um, and yeah, tell me a bit about yourself, about your background. How did you get to do what you do? Sure. So I um, have had a business with my founder, my, my partner for almost more than 12 years now. And our company is called Thought Leadership Academy. And it came from a place from really wanting to help mind like smart people to build a business around their knowledge. So my partner speaks 12 languages and in 2014, he got invited to do a TEDx in, um, in France, actually, that really got viral. And since then, we have done six TEDx talks. We train TEDx speakers, uh, you know, very much involved in the speaking industry. And what I realized was that a lot of coaches, consultants, infopreneurs had no idea how to actually build a business around their knowledge in a sustainable way. <clears throat> And we, the coaching industry is one of the biggest booming industries in the world, right? So it was me being faced with that reality of us, you know, getting going viral online with the TEDx talk and having people just reaching out and the business advice we were getting were so traditional in the sense mm-hmm. of you should open an office, you should, you know, go Berlitz style with a trainer trainer program. And it's almost like you become a manager. But a thought leader, mm. when it comes to thought leadership, they are, you don't want to be just sitting in an office. You want to be out and speaking, you want to be writing, you want to be doing things around that topic. So me, as a thought leader in the space of, you know, really public speaking and building expert business, I don't do LinkedIn anymore. But um, for me, that what is really important is how can I be out and speak on podcasts, on stages? Like, how can I write about it? How can I impact more people? Not one-on-one, but maybe group coaching online. Like, how can I share my, my expertise? So our business mm. came from a need of doing it for ourselves a couple of years ago. And since 2016, we have this company called Thought Leadership Academy, where we literally train speakers, experts to... Um, use speaking to monetize um, their knowledge, but also actually leverage that as a marketing tool and also create mm-hmm. uh, a backend system. So it's not only speaking, speaking is the entrance point, like let's say a marketing, and we help them to uh, create a whole business around their knowledge. Mm. So that's very closely related to personal branding and personal brand in a way, if I understand correctly. So personal branding it's always linked to the fact that you as a thought leader you you cannot normally sell a thought leadership business you can you know license and you can do things like that but personal branding in the sense is that you are the brand you are the knowledge you are the one creating the content the methodology you are the one who your vitality is important so as a speaker 
uh, we work a lot on personal branding for speakers as part of that because you can be the best speaker in the world but if you don't know how to have a brand how to have an influence with your speaking brand it will be harder for you to get booked on the things that you really want to be on mm. and public speaking um is something that whether we like it or not we, we kind of as soon as you enter the world of I was going to say entrepreneurs, but I guess you can just say the world of adults. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we speak everywhere, whether yeah. we, you know, call it that or not. You, you are in negotiation with people all the time, you uh, yeah. colleagues, uh, you know, business partners, investors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so what would you say in, in your experience are the mistakes people make most often when, when it comes to that? When it comes to public speaking or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would say is that there's this belief that I'm a good speaker. I don't need to be trained in speaking. <laughs> and as much as we all are born, I mean, not all of us, most of us, we speak, right? Most of us have the opportunity to speak and use our voice to share what's going on inside to, to share with the world. In our businesses, we use our voice all the time. The problem that I see is that this idea of, well, I can just launch a podcast, I can just go on the stage and I can just wing it. And I mm. do feel that it's a disrespectful way of the audience, because if you think about it, there's people coming to listen to this podcast and they're coming to be on, listen to you when you're on the stage and they took the time to mm. travel. They took the time to not be with their families, to not be with themselves, to be there in that room, in that moment, either it's a virtual or physical room. And if we show up saying, well, I'm just winging it because it mm. feels cool, it's not really giving an honor to that stage. Yes, it's much easier to get on the stage now. It doesn't mean that you should be on that stage if you are just you know, not respecting that. I see it's an art form. It's really an art form, meaning that everyone, I want to democratize the industry. I want more people to be on stages. But that doesn't mean that you're not trained. So my clients are all media trained when they go on podcasts they are the best podcast guests in the industry why because they are media trained we actually train them how do they become great at storytelling great at sharing their knowledge they know how to do it they know how to do in the workshop that actually create transformation they know how to do a talk that will change you know people really wake up to wow that was amazing they know mm. how to write a bio. They know how to write a speaker website. They know how to create a text, like a description. They know how to apply. They know how to pitch. They know how to leverage. They know the industry. So it's a, I think that there's a like next level that you can play on. So when you start speaking, I think one, start whenever, if you feel called to be on the stage, if you feel called to share your message, go for it and get help, get trained, get someone to actually show you how to become a masterful world-class speaker because a world-class speaker will not just show up and say oh i'm just winging it they are actually mm. prepared the best speakers in the world are media trained they know what they're doing it's like an athlete or a you know if lady gaga will prefer the super bowl she will not just wing it that's how mm. we approach the speaking industry as well it's a whole thing it's like how do you dress how do you show up what is your brand like it's a whole there's a finesse so personal branding wise we come back to what you're saying the personal brand as a speaker, there's a whole finesse and detail to it. I am seeing speakers as artists. Like we have the mm. same, we are, we are closer to 
And in our approach to getting someone on stage, we're closer to Lady Gaga than to someone who's doing a coaching in like in a corporate, right? Mm -hmm. Our approach is really about how can you shine from inside out? How can you shine? How can you step up? So when you speak, the world is listening and, and you have this presence. And that is also about how do you how do you show up? Are you present in the interviews? You know, going on podcasts and just like do you have lights? Do you have camera? Do you show up on time? Do your team, you know, it's the whole thing. Like, can you be a professional? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I can appreciate it. And would you say, like, because we're mainly talking um, here about people willing to monetize in a way their expertise by speaking, by sharing it with wider audience on stage, offline or online, if if we were to define who could benefit from from your services, is there any like industry, um, age, uh, material status? How how would you say, or who would you say would be most fit, fitting suitable for that? So there are two ways to monetize speaking. One is to actually be professional speaker, being paid to speak. You can be paid. You know, you go on the stage and people are paying. What we work with is to leverage speaking. So basically what you are doing right now, you are having a podcast, it's a form of speaking. And I'd say it's the question is who can, who can benefit from this? Someone who's playing a bigger game. Someone who is not just having a business for the sake of, let me just have a passive income, you know, and I just do this. It's, I am committed to share this message to the world because I can talk about it day in and day out. If you are so, if you want your podcast to be the best in the world, if you want to be on the stages, if your dream, you're, you're like a lot of my clients, they come to me and say, I have a vision of seeing myself mm. speaking to big audience. Like I have a calling. It's something inside me is telling me that my message is too big to share with my small coaching container or the couple of people I get to impact right now. So if you feel like I have a huge impact in the world to make, I either as a founder or leader or a coach, or it doesn't really matter, but it has to do with a feeling that my message is so important and I'm so ready to share it with the world. Mm. Yeah. And that kind of, um, I saw one of your TED talks where you were sharing your story and I was like surprised to actually see that you um, yourself were not always uh, like that. Like you had problem sharing your story you didn't feel that um it's important enough to be like the front running thing to to share it and i feel that's where a lot of entrepreneurs are especially on the first um business journey they, they feel like it's not about me it's about the team it's about the company i don't want to be you know putting myself in the yeah. front of all that yeah what what would you say to those type of people well, for sure, for many years, my, my partner was the one speaking and I felt no, no need to be on the stage. It felt very much, why would I go on the stage? It's not about me. But what I do over the years, the change that has happened is that me realizing that it's never about me and nobody can tell my story about why I founded this company or my experience or anything that I've gone through better than myself. And mm. it's so important to create diversity. And I think it's living your values. My values are, I want to see more women really crushing it in the industries. I want more women to 
you know, create wealth, generational wealth. I want women to step up. I want women to be free. I want more diversity in different industries such as tech or wherever there is. Like I want, there's the, I want, I really believe in leadership for women as a way to change our world, but not only. I do believe that we need more diversity. I need, I feel like it's, it should not only be, um, you know, the stories we hear on stages. I love when it comes from different countries. So when it comes from different, mm. like, you know, industries, different ages, it's a very monotonous narrative that we are hearing, even on social media. And for me, my values is that I want to create more diversity and inclusion in the stories we hear. I want to hear different stories from cultures, experiences, age, gender, all that. So we can start seeing the actual colorful facets we have our, of our societies, not just, you know, aversion. So we don't feel so much pressure. Like women today, teenagers are feeling so much pressure from, the, from how they should look. And I do believe that the narrative we're creating is part of that problem. So mm. if I want more diversity and inclusion, I have to start with myself. Because why? I'm Russian Ukrainian. I, you know, I, I lived five years in France. I lived all over Europe. I am the first generation entrepreneur in my family. I am, you know, breaking through in, in an industry with new things. I am an example for someone that this is possible. And I have to remember that someone in that audience will think, but I am not the speaker. I will not be able to do that. I will never be the same, right? So if I can say, look, this is my story. You can take whatever you want, but I went through this and this was the challenges I went through and this is what happened and this is the help I got, this is the mentors. And I can just share and whatever they can take from that, that will allow other people to get empowered to actually change their lives around. So this is like living my in my integrity with my values. That's how I see it. Mm. Sure. And, and do you help people find that within themselves? Is that part of, of, of the program that you have? <laughs> Usually people come to me and they can feel it. They can feel that they have it. And what I am good at is to take it, like bringing it out. So I do have, uh, we have three pillars in our, in our academy. One pillar is the speaking. One is the, the actual, like the business side of it, the premium pricing. And one is self-leadership. And actually I have one of those programs called She Leads, which is all about emotional intelligence and self-leadership. Because I do believe that if you don't have the capacity to lead yourself, to charge more, to go on those stages, to go for those big opportunities. Like there's an inner work that has to come with it of stepping into mm. that. So it is all interlinked for sure. Mm. And last thing, I don't want to hold you for too too long. Um, you touched at some point on when we were talking about whether it's online or offline. How do you feel or what do you feel is the, the difference or is there a difference between like how one should um behave and speak on stage or online? I mean, it's not the same medium, right? So when you are online, let's say you're on a podcast on the summit, you have to think about where is the audience right now? So if I am speaking on a podcast, I have to get into the mind, when will this be consumed, right? We talk mm -hmm. about the length of a podcast. We talked just before getting on this um, um, recording, a podcast cannot be, well, it can if you're Joe Rogan, but most <laughs> of the podcasts are like 20, 30, maximum 40 minutes. Why? Because 
the length of the time span we can spend. But you can be in a seminar and because you are in a seminar and there is an energy, the length can be different. So you have to mm. work with the format. You have to think about what I always do is to think about when will this be consumed and when will this be, how will this be consumed? So if I'm the last speaker of the day, I know that my audience, if I'm like speaking in the conference, I know that my audience is tired. I know that they have been listening the whole day, their mind is getting tired. You know, if you have like speaker after speaker, so my role is then to create more interaction, to get them up and move, maybe to get them more storytelling, less, you know, more, less strategy. Like, how can I serve the moment? So I think the more you will be able to get out of your own head and think, how can I serve the moment mm. for the person who's going to listen to this or read this? How can I serve them the best? Then you will be able to create the best for physical or virtual. But you have to think always, where do they come from because you're not the only person in their life you know you this podcast episode will come before going sh uh, like grocery shopping and picking up the kids or maybe it is before a, a sales call and you know going to the gym like i don't know it happens at the moment so how can we interact with that moment mm, yeah i love that advice so and i feel like it can apply to other things as well something that it seems so, so simple but we kind of forget it oftentimes. It's a focus on, on the audience because ultimately that's who you are there to serve. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, what, what, what are you up to now? What, what's next that's exciting and interesting that you're doing? So something that I decided doing this week is to actually launch my first conference. And that is something that um, is going to be called She Leads. Uh, for female empowerment. It's going to be in Barcelona in June 2023. Um, that was something I decided this week and I'm starting to announce it. So, you know, you kind of, there's a moment between you like, I'm realizing and I'm like, okay, let's do this. So that is huge because I want to create a stage for women uh, to share their stories. And I think it's an amazing opportunity in a city like Barcelona to do that and train the speakers as well to be really performant on stage and create um, yeah, the whole experience from getting them ready to find their story, to improve their storytelling and, and the public speaking and like getting them on the stage and, and having a beautiful moment where our community comes together in physical space. I love that. I'd actually, yeah, do keep me updated on that because I'd love to come to Barcelona anyway, but that'll be yeah. great. That, that gives me good, good reason. You're more than invited. Yeah. Nice. Wonderful. Um, and last thing, yeah, where can people reach you? So I'd say the, the best one would be LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So uh, if you, or you just, if you type uh, dariavi.com, you will usually come to what's really going on in my life at this moment when the recording is coming up. So that could be a good way as well. Great. All right. Well, thank you. That's, that's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Tatiana. Very happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.